डिनर टेबल पे बात नहीं करनी है इसके बारे में इनफैक्ट वेन आई डिसाइडेड टू सॉर्ट ऑफ टेक दैट जम्प फ्रॉम अ कॉपर्ट लाइफ टू यू नो स्टार्टिंग समथिंग लाइक एकम इवन माई फैमिली मेम्बर्स सेट दैट यू नो वट एग्जैक्टली इज दिस एवरी डे वी लुक एट यू नो अ न्यू थिंग अ न्यू प्रॉब्लम वी गेट वेरी एक्साइटेड एट दैट यू नो दिस समथिंग दैट वी नीड टू सॉल्व दिस समथिंग दैट यू नो टू बीड टू वर्क ऑन and then we realize that you know let's hold on for some time and focus on what you're doing you know because you spread your hands too much and then nothing happens yes uh, i was having a good job a good corporate life in fact the work culture was very good which is very difficult to find these days one of the reasons that i felt strongly that you know it's time to move on is uh, the the work that i was doing i, I didn't find it very meaningful when the pm started talking about these subjects sanitation hygiene health waste management everybody was aware about these things everybody started talking certain welcome back to the climbpreneur show today we have with us uttam banerjee a true solution bearer someone who left his corporate job to pursue a college project someone who has broken social stigmas and i would say you know but his passion to be a solution bearer with this passion to create a solution coming right next up is mr uttam banerjee welcome to the climbpreneur show uttam it's an absolute honor to have you on our show thank you shweta thank you okay so to begin with uh, let's know a little bit about uh, ekam eco uh, like this is how you pronounce it right yes it's pronounced as ekam eco eco okay and uh, what is it about what is it so ekam uh, is basically a sanskrit word uh, it means mm-hmm. interconnectedness or oneness uh, what we believe deeply is that everything in this world is actually you know interconnected so for yes. example sanitation health hygiene agriculture uh, everything is greatly connected to each other and that's what drives the philosophy of ekam so you know as part of the work that we do we work in the areas of uh, sustainable sanitation technologies water management and uh, waste management so that's primarily what we do so you know like uh, as i told that you left your corporate job to enter into the world of i would say climate entrepreneurship because you are an entrepreneur that's driving climate action uh, so like but look it's interesting that you left your corporate job and went back to a college project so what gave you that courage like what gave you that nahi ki i have to go back to the college project because i think like you might be having a stable income and all those elements yes uh, i was having a good job a good corporate life in fact the work culture was very good which is very difficult to find these days uh, i was posted in mumbai and uh, one of the reasons that i felt strongly that you know it's time to move on is uh the the work that i was doing i i didn't find it very meaningful and uh, while in college uh, this was a very immersive experience that i had in the college days uh, you know i i used to work on the real projects i used to work you know interact with the real users and face the real challenges and when you are doing it uh, every day and the moment you you know solve a smallest problem also you feel a lot of confidence in you that you know yes we can do this this is actually working on ground and uh, uh, after working for 2 3 years uh, you know almost like 3 and a half years in the corporate uh, after you know, uh, graduating from the college 
i was not finding it very you know sort of uh, uh, in, uh, interesting about the job that i was doing and i felt that you know there was so much of work that we did in the college uh which we were i mean it was not just on paper we actually experimented with them so the proof of concept was there to give you certain amount of confidence that yes it works in the real world and uh, of course uh, support of an institution like iit and your faculty yes. members also gives you a lot of you know courage mm-hmm. and confidence that you know if something goes wrong then these are the people whom i can you know look forward to uh there was a great amount of support from my family from my wife as well uh who also encouraged that you know okay you, i mean you try it out for a couple of years and if it doesn't work out then you always have the you know backup of coming back to a corporate life so that's how actually i took that step okay uh, so like uh, what are your products and uh, how did you come up with this idea uh this actually the idea uh, came out long back it was i guess in 2009 2010 uh i was pursuing my masters degree in design mm-hmm. and uh, i had few of my colleagues who were you know pursuing the research work mm-hmm. on something called as human urine utilization so what they were doing was very interesting to me uh, mm-hmm. they were trying to you know uh, figure out what exactly is there inside urine and feces and you know mm-hmm. what kind of ingredients uh, they have Mm-hmm. and if at all can you you know uh, recover them extract them and use mm-hmm. them in the agriculture as a fertilizer so we found that you know there is a great potential in that there is a lot of nitrogen phosphorus and mm-hmm. potassium and we started working i i started interacting with them a lot uh, and they were kind enough to educate me on this topic i didn't have any mm-hmm. background on sanitation or waste management mm-hmm. uh, by training i'm a mechanical engineer and a product designer so we started working on this we created small setup in the college campus itself and uh, we used to call it as urine bank so we used to call people you know uh, and ask them that you know you come here and you know you pee in this uh, particular urinal and unko bahut aisa taajub hota tha ki ye kar kya rahe hain actually you know <laughs> so uh, but that was fun uh, so experiments were good uh mm. we could actually recover the nitrogen potassium phosphorus mm-hmm. and other things and we could utilize them as fertilizer in the farm so we we used mm-hmm. to produce uh, banana and you know maize uh, a lot of other stuff and the produce was quite good as compared to you know uh, the the kind of output that you get uh, in a regular chemical based mm-hmm. fertilizer so it was quite encouraging and we thought let's do it at scale let's you know implement several of these okay. setups inside the campus it it was a huge mm-hmm. campus and we thought that let's do it at scale but then soon we realized that you know there is a great challenge in doing it uh, on 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 that scale because how do you collect urine if you look at a building uh, mm-hmm. all the plumbing lines are mm-hmm. actually connected you know the toilet mm-hmm. the drain line the urinal everything mm-hmm. is connected so how do you yeah. extract the urine how do you collect it and uh, we thought okay uh, let's create a setup where you have a separate line for urinal mm-hmm. and then we faced another challenge which was that uh, urine is heavily diluted because we flush a lot and flushing happens because we feel that there is some odor or bad smell that is coming mm-hmm. from the drain line Uh, which is primarily you know ammonia gas and few other gases that comes from the drain mm-hmm. line which happens when urine dries up now we thought you know uh, if 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 uh, urine has a lot of water in it then how do you process it how do you recycle it it becomes very difficult for you 
so we started researching on it we started figuring out what exact you know existing solutions you have so that you don't mix urine with water and we came across a waterless urinal it's a very old concept uh, around 20 mm-hmm. 25 years old concept uh, very popular in the western countries uh, but when we tried to adopt that technology we found out mm-hmm. that lot of chemicals uh, being used to suppress that odor you know uh, so mm-hmm. the 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 reason you flush as i said is uh, we 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 face some bad smell and if you can handle mm-hmm. that smell there is no need of flushing and the way those products were handling that smell was using some kind of chemicals or some kind of strong fragrances and that was another challenge for us you stop mixing you have stopped mixing water with the urine but then you know there is a lot of chemical getting mixed in the urine so we thought there has to be a better way of doing it and mm-hmm. we designed a mechanical system to you know uh, this problem uh purely mechanical no chemical no consumable and we could collect pure urine we implemented around 200 or 300 you know of these uh, uh small uh, you know kits inside the college campus and it was working very well uh but as you know it happens in a regular uh, kind of curriculum college curriculum uh, we graduated we got placed and uh, we moved out uh so nothing happened on ground everything remained on paper the patent was filed everything happened and i think it was uh somewhere around end of 2012 or early 2013 when uh, i was uh, working with a with an mnc at their r&d lab and i was interacting with uh, one of my professors professor uh, you know vm charyar vijayarag macharyar uh he uh, happens to be a faculty member at iit delhi and currently also is one of our founding member uh so while interacting with him we realized that you know there's so much of work that we did in sanitation waste management but nothing actually came out in the public so why not you know uh, form a commercial entity and do it uh, and then we approached iit and they were kind enough to support us uh, we got the incubation uh, you know iit gave us the permission to work on those uh, projects on a commercial platform and that's how the whole journey started so it started off with uh, a big idea of you know uh, recovering the nutrients from so called waste uh, converting that waste into a resource and uh, you know make it in a usable form but eventually we zero it down and then we uh, you know sort of focused only on the small mm-hmm. component of urinal uh, that to a waterless urinal as a product mm-hmm. as an offering uh but eventually we moved on and then from urinal to toilet and from toilet to you know housekeeping so now mm-hmm. if you look at our portfolio you will find an end to end solution in the sanitation yes. and waste management space uh, ranging from you know waterless urinals to you know uh, solutions that can handle your toilet waste or stp waste uh food waste and as well as you know natural solutions that you know keep your home clean and healthy so that's that's the overall work that we are doing right now like this is amazing you know like you have a like an amazing product like uh, before like going more about the product uh, like you know with the urine bank and everything i'm sure that there's a lot of social stigma attached to it right so like how do you guys deal with it you know i'm sure that people would have been like what are you doing ye kya hai and stuff like that so did it bother you ki nahi yaar urine wagera and all that uh, uh to be honest uh, yes in the beginning uh, thodi si jhijak thi mujhe bhi uh, because you know the brain is kind of uh, 
ट्यून्ड इन दैट वे राइट फ्रॉम द चाइल्डहुड कि ये सुसु है ये पॉटी है और इसको एक अलग तरीके से देखना है यू नो डिनर टेबल पे बात नहीं करनी है इसके बारे में इनफैक्ट व्हेन आई डिसाइडेड टू सॉर्ट ऑफ टेक दैट जंप फ्रॉम अ कॉर्पोरेट लाइफ यू नो स्टार्टिंग अप समथिंग लाइक एकम इवन माय फैमिली मेंबर्स सेड दैट यू नो व्हाट एग्जैक्टली इज दिस पॉटी पे काम करोगे अब तुम एक इंजीनियर होने के बाद यू नो सो डेफिनेटली वो एक स्टिग्मा तो है बट वट वी रियलाइज इज द बेस्ट वे टू यू नो सॉर्ट ऑफ अप्रोच दैट प्रॉब्लम इज टू टॉक अबाउट इट मोर एंड मोर वन ऑफ द ग्रेटेस्ट एग्जाम्पल दैट यू कैन सी इन द रिसेंट टाइम्स दैट हैपन वॉज इन टू थाउजेंड फोर्टीन विद Now, even before the स्वच्छ Bharat mission was launched, there was something called as Dinmar Bharat, but nobody talked about it, right? uh but when the pm started talking about these subjects sanitation hygiene health mm-hmm. waste management everybody was aware about these things everybody started talking suddenly mm-hmm. and it you know no longer remained as a taboo uh, kind of a subject so uh, what we realized of late is that uh, the more you talk the more you discuss you know the more you openly think about these things uh, the more easy it will be to you know sort of uh, challenge you know tackle those challenges uh, one very small thing that we came across was uh, after we sort of came out with this men's urinal product we also realized that there is a great uh, you know sort of uh, area lying for the female now if you look at the female toilet uh, you have for men there are two separate uh, things you have a commode you have a urinal pan for women there is only one device where you do the you know uh, uh, both defecate yeah. and urinate now we thought that you know there is a lot of uti infection happening because there is only one product which is available to you and in the in that same product you are defecating you are urinating so there is a lot of splashing there is a lot of contamination that is happening uh, now uh, we thought of uh, you know creating a separate urinal for women but while doing that research when we started interacting with users or service people we found lot of challenges because nobody was opening up uh, especially when i was interacting with them so my wife came into picture and she started interacting with them and they you know gradually started opening and then you know things uh, got slightly better so that's that's something that we normally follow that you know if if you are comfortable in talking to me a uh, great if not then i'll find a person who is you know with whom you are comfortable and and let's talk more and more and discuss more and more and that's how we resolved it yeah this is absolutely true you know i think it was during that time only when we had like two movies one was i think a uh, toilet and the other movie was in which uh, the padman yeah. i think like it, it also like kind of uh, like showed us the thing that you know people are not very comfortable opening up and all these kinds of things right right in fact if you see after the padman came uh, initially in the movies uh, before starting off a uh, movie uh, you used to get you know only the ad related to smoking and all but after yeah. the padman came out now you also see advertisements or awareness programs yeah. around uh, periods and you know uh, sanitary pads and also that is the way to do it i feel Okay. So, how do you feel, you know, about being a solution bearer, or you know, by being a part of the solution, or I would say by being a change maker, because you are clearly driving a big revolutionary change. I'm not sure whether uh, I'm a part of the change maker community, but uh, yeah, being a part of uh, 
something meaningful uh, gives me a lot of kick and uh, i feel i mean i'm sure that everybody in my team uh, feels the same way uh, we really feel very happy that uh, even if it's 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 a 1% change that we can bring in it's it's a change you know to some extent uh, and it's a change for the good for the betterment of the future uh, so yeah that's that's how we look at it i mean we want to do more we want to do a lot of things mm-hmm. but then we know that you know all it's not possible always to look at all of those things uh, mm-hmm. being being from the developmental background uh, i mean all of us all all the three co-founders are coming from that developmental background uh, so we every day we look at you know a new thing a new problem Uh, we get very excited at that you know uh, there is something yeah. that we need to solve there is something that you know we need to work on and then we realize that you know let's hold on for some time let's focus <laughs> on what you're doing you know because you spread your hands too much and then nothing happens whatever is happening it's overwhelming yeah, exactly. true true so like you know if you get a chance to like start things again so what would you do differently uh one thing i would definitely like to do is uh, focus on you know a few things to start with mm-hmm. uh, what we did in the beginning was uh, because the objective was very large as i said the, the college mm-hmm. project that we did was uh, focusing on agriculture as a whole that you know how mm-hmm. you can recycle poo and pee and you know uh, bring those component back to the agriculture close that whole open loop that's a big thing to look at uh but when you when you are starting up something you need to look at very on on the very smaller things so that it becomes easy for you to manage it becomes easy for you to focus your energy and effort uh that is something that i feel that you know if if i have given a chance that you know to start again i would like to focus on very few things focus you know plan uh, very you know religiously Uh, what exactly i need to do how i am doing it and uh, because this was my first experience uh, and you know many of these things were missed out in the beginning okay so, like how did you feel about your fears right now like what all fears you had before making this i would say the mega switch so uh, how do you feel to be very honest with her uh, when i was starting up i didn't have that mm-hmm. kind of fear but now i have slight amount of fear because there are so many people attached to this business Uh, you know so so many lives are actually dependent on uh, the the work that we do uh, so now i would say uh, yeah there is a sense of you know responsibility there is a sense of uh, accountability uh, not exactly fear i would say but yeah uh, there is a sense of responsibility uh, that is there right now that you know if if something goes wrong then what happens to these guys Uh, which was not the case earlier when i was starting up because there was no one around me uh, and and i i was kind of i knew that if something goes wrong it it only going to affect me and nobody else uh, but uh, yeah i mean when i look at the lives of these people when i look at the 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 even even my teammates and uh, the when we do any work and the impact that it creates it gives you so much of confidence and so much of you know encouragement that all of those fear and accountability and responsibility actually you know, it, it overcomes all of that so yeah it's it's quite uh, you know satisfying yeah you're right and at the end like it's that feeling of being enriched that actually matters i think right right 
Absolutely. Okay. So, what are your current challenges with Ecomico? Like, uh, what do you feel that you know? Yeah, like if I would have had this thing, so like maybe my problem would be solved, or yeah, something of that kind. Uh, resource has always been a challenge. Uh, resources like resources like you know funds or manpower or you know the kind of uh, uh, management that you want to have in place. Uh, all of those things always remain a challenge for a startup, uh, mm-hmm. especially for the first three years. We since we didn't take any investment, uh, it was all bootstrapped. Uh, so we had a lot of these challenges of how do you you know manage everything with the minimal resources that you have whether it is in terms of fund or in terms of you know manpower uh, reach everything uh, like for example uh, and it doubles up when you have a hardware product to offer yes. uh, so for a hardware company like us it's it's very very difficult to sort of you know uh, take the decisions i mean for example if i want to uh, launch a new product i need to Uh, you know sort of look at it very carefully and give a lot of thought behind it that you know uh, because modifications are not easy for a hardware company uh, and especially when you have limited amount of fund and limited amount of resources if you if it goes wrong then you know you lose a lot of uh, time energy effort everything so it has always been a challenge uh, but yeah uh, currently uh, the kind of uh, you know team size the kind of resource we have we are at a comfortable position uh, but still uh, you have lot of these plans of expansions you have lot of you know uh, sort of aspirations that sometimes become becomes a challenge for you to uh, act on that because of the kind of as i said resources that you have so. absolutely okay okay so what does climate action mean to you see climate action when whenever you talk about climate action we normally mm-hmm. perceive it as the climate change or the you know change in mm-hmm. the temperature or the monsoon but it's actually much much bigger than that uh, if you look at it closely as you know initially what i explained about the interconnectedness mm-hmm. uh, everything is connected you know in fact employment is also connected to the climate change right uh, for example uh, in order to i mean there is a lot of these discussions happening these days around uh, creating employment you know creating you know, developing uh, a nation or you know uh, creating smart cities and smart villages yeah. every developmental plan has its pros and cons uh and we need to look at it very carefully sometimes we do not find you know do not look at those linkages do not find uh the 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 ways and means it it's linked to the other aspects of life uh but it is uh, the more you know construction for example the more deforestation yes. uh and deforestation means you know lack of uh, water conservation you know uh, climate change everything is connected so uh, all of these i mean in in whatever way you can act in any of these areas is a great thing Uh, to start with whether it's uh, you know working on the energy sector to create better energy alternatives or to work in the water management or waste management or you know uh, uh, creating a better life for healthy life for the people uh, everything is going to add something to the problem that we you know are facing these days i mean you see the seasons are shifting 
uh, it's october right now and i i stay in ahmedabad and it's it's pretty hot in in my childhood i remember that you know uh, september end means you know meant uh, sweaters or you know winter yeah. sweaters now from september end it has shifted to december or even end of december uh, so so that that's linked to a lot of other things also industrialization uh, the food security everything okay so my uh, final two questions to you would be one piece of advice you would uh, give your younger self hello hello yeah am i audible okay so i'll repeat the question uh, my final two questions will be one piece of advice you would like to give your younger self oh uh i started off quite late actually you know mm-hmm. uh, i uh, after after my bachelor's i worked uh, for around 2 to 1 and a half years mm-hmm. then i went for my masters then i worked for 3 to 1 and a half years it's good to gain some experience mm-hmm. but i still feel that you know uh, the time is very limited uh, you have a very short time in hand and uh, definitely you need to gain some experience before you start something on your own but uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, as soon as you can start is mm-hmm. actually a better thing to do also the second thing that i would like to do is to plan things well in advance like for example as i said when i was switching from the corporate life to this you know uh, entrepreneurship life uh, i straight away jumped into it you know without giving it a thought that you know if this does not happen then what so i didn't have a plan b plan c kind of thing i just had one plan and i wanted it to be executed that's also a good thing to do sometimes but but uh, you know in in some cases back of your mind you need to have some backup options also uh, so so that's that's something that <laughs> i would like to you know give an advice to myself Okay, and uh, one piece of advice you would give out, like, give to the youth out there. Oh, this is this is something that I keep on saying to people I meet. Uh, okay. That you know, many people I have I have come across many people saying that you know, uh, what is the advice that you want to give to the nine to five mm-hmm. people, right? Mm-hmm. I I feel it's not right to sort of you know uh, look at it that way. Nine okay. to five is a good thing to have. uh it's i mean uh, the, the biggest thing is that don't do it just because someone else is doing it right do it only if you love it whether it's your job mm-hmm. whether it's you know uh, starting up something on your own whatever it is uh, do it if you love it otherwise please don't do it i mean uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, a 9 to 5 you know typical job profile many people uh, do excellent job uh, in, in that profile you know if, but but if only they love it uh, i see i see many people you know who come across to me and uh, they're like you know i graduated from college and i have started up uh, i mean here's my card and it says ceo of such and such startup right just to get that card done <laughs> that's not something that you should follow just because you know a few other colleagues of your batch are doing it don't do it uh, find out a real uh, problem find out a real solution and uh, ask yourself whether uh, you can put 100% of your heart into it and then only jump into it that's an amazing advice and like i can agree on that so much
well thank you uttam thank you so much like it was amazing talking to you and having uh, this conversation with you and uh, i'm sure your story will resonate a lot of people out there some people who are starting some people who are already in their journey and uh, i really wish that it helps like a lot of people to bridge that gap thank you thank you so much shweta for this opportunity and it was wonderful talking to you and sharing the experiences so today's message will be you need to enjoy the process do something because you love doing it pursue something that gives you meaning and motivates you to get out of bed every day if you believe in something go for it go for your dreams go be a solution bearer go be a client for now and stay tuned for the next episode